With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. Sukup Manufacturing Company is now operating in a fourth North Iowa community. Earlier this year, the company started developing a production facility in the old Serta building located on the south side of Clear Lake. Nadine Riggett is a Sukup project manager. We have had our dealers come to us asking that we provide them with the dryers that they need earlier and at a greater quantity. Sukup's U.S. sales manager is Jason Arndt. Our dealers have asked us and quite frankly demanded more production. Riggett also had this to say. The location makes it possible for us to have a supply route that brings products to and from each one of the different facilities that we have. Currently, more than two dozen people are part of the Clear Lake facility and our thanks to uh, Sukup Manufacturing Company for providing the audio used in this story. This week, the Missouri City Council received an updated report from the SEH firm to include automation and radio read meters for the city's new well project. Phase one includes the new well, a new well house, water meters, connection to existing water main and surface restoration at a cost of $651,502 in direct cost and $259,000 in engineering, legal, and administrative costs totaling $940,500. The next step is the design of the actual well, which must be completed before any awards could be made from community development block grant funds. The Marlborough City Council this week amended the city's current fiscal year budget and approved the maximum property tax levy for the next fiscal year. A public hearing on the next fiscal year budget will be held March 13th at 7 p.m. In other business, the Marlborough City Council approved putting a can redemption self-service donation receptacle down by the boat ramp and bridge in City Park. Today, the Dumont City Council will hold a special meeting. We'll conduct interviews for the position of water, wastewater superintendent, maintenance worker. The Dumont Council will also continue work on the city's proposed next fiscal year budget. The Dumont City Council special meeting today at uh, 6 p.m. at the EMS building. The Iowa House has approved a bill to prevent the statewide $133 million increase in residential property taxes that legislators say was the unintended consequence of a 2021 law. The fix cleared the Senate February 1st and it passed the House yesterday. Representative John Forbes of Urbandale is among the Democrats who say it's unfair to city and county officials who've already built slightly bigger budget plans. And when you look at the city's uh, budgets and for about 50 to 60 50 to 60 percent for um, public safety, that's where probably most of the cuts are going to come from. In my city alone, we're looking at close to almost a million dollar budget cut. The bill gives cities and counties until April 30th to complete their spending plans for the budgeting year. That begins July 1st. Republican Representative Bobby Kaufman of Wilton says that gives cities and counties an additional 30 days to redo budgets based on the new information about how much property taxes will be paid. There will not be one dime cut from public safety due to this piece of legislation. And if someone does choose to do that, that's a local decision, that's a poor local decision, and I don't think it's one that's actually going to happen. The glitch that's being fixed was caused when lawmakers decided apartment buildings 
nursing homes and mobile home parks would no longer be taxed like commercial property, but as residential property starting this fall. A few lawmakers are working to merge proposals from Iowa's governor and attorney general to boost sentences for fentanyl-related crimes and make an overdose reversal medication more widely available. Dale Woolery is director of the governor's Office of Drug Control Policy. He says officials estimate about 9 out of 10 opioid overdoses in Iowa in 2021 were due to fentanyl. Iowa's crime lab processed 96,000 pills containing fentanyl last year. Attorney General Brenna Byrd has proposed a bill that would boost sentences for selling or providing any illegal drug that causes a death. The legislation Governor Reynolds is proposing is targeted to fentanyl. A House subcommittee advanced a bill that contains the governor's plans yesterday morning after a public hearing. Iowa State University Extension and Outreach continues to conduct a statewide audience assessment. Through this survey, Iowans can tell ISU Extension and Outreach about the technology they prefer to use, the topics they want to learn more about, and the issues they think will be important to the people in their communities over the next two years. The survey is available online at extension.iastate.edu slash survey. Again, that's extension.iastate.edu slash survey and will remain open through the end of March. The AGWSR School Board this week reviewed the proposed next school year calendar. Superintendent Eric Smith will continue to work with staff for input on the 2023-24 calendar. In other business, the AGWSR School Board received information from Smith on using a food service management agency, or I should say company, and he will continue to update the board on the idea. Iowa's beef producers are asking their fellow Iowans to help find Iowa's best burger in 2023. This is the 14th year the Iowa Beef Industry Council and the Iowa Cattlemen's Association are holding the annual Iowa's Best Burger Contest, which is now officially underway. During the first phase of the contest, Iowans are encouraged to nominate their favorite burger before March 13th. To qualify to be named as Iowa's Best Burger, the burger must be a 100% real beef patty and served on a bun or bread product. For more information, go to iabeef.org. Again, that's iabeef.org. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Franklin County Sheriff Aaron Dodd, who will discuss a recent improvement project at the Law Enforcement Center and any challenges his department may be facing moving forward. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program here's weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Ice fishing shelters left unattended must be removed from all state-owned lands and waters by February 20th. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources says ice shelter owners are encouraged not to wait until the last minute to get their shelter off the ice. If a shelter falls through the ice, the owner will be responsible for getting it out of the water, such as a lake. And this reminder that weather-related postponements and cancellations, the road conditions and the forecast are all available 24-7 under the Weather tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.